Hello, welcome to the Reconnecting to Joy podcast, where we inspire you to embrace a new way of being by helping you reconnect to the joy within you and the world around you. I hope today's episode helps you remember the light you are. Let's get connected. Right. Well, Nicole Ricardo is in the house today. (laughs) I am so excited for today. Nicole, I've been following her on Instagram for a while now, and she is just not only like super spiritual and witchy, but just like so fun and always just like laying down the truth for, I feel like spiritual stuff and business stuff, which is like my favorite cross (laughs) of things. So I'm always obsessed with everything that you post, but why don't you tell everybody a little bit more about like who you are, what you do? (laughs) Yes, I can definitely do that. Hello, I am Nicole. I do quite a few things. So my, the main thing that I do, I'm primarily in marketing and business. I have my own agency where we're pretty full service. We do branding, web design, social media management, graphic design, product photography, brand photography, copywriting, all the things. And then my personal side of things, I do consulting, coaching, and I have digital courses that are more so like, hey, you want to learn how to do these things yourself? Cool. Let me teach you. So that's kind of the businessy side of things. But funny enough, I actually, my background is not at all in business. It's in music. And that's what both of my degrees are in. They're actually in flute performance. So I do still perform sometimes as well as a professional flutist. What else do I do? I also have a paranormal podcast. So, you know, a bunch of very different things. So just like a little shout out to all the people that have, (laughs) that are multi-passionate, you can do multiple things. (laughs) I love that. That's one of my absolute favorite, favorite things that you have on your page all the time is all of your different passions that you have going on. (laughs) I am definitely (laughs) multi-passionate. I've always been trying to figure out how to have all of those things. So I always love when you talk about that. And it's it's like three really amazing things for us to dive into and start talking about. (laughs) So let's see. I I usually ask at the beginning, like what you're doing for fun right now. I'm sure you enjoy all of those things. Is there anything you're doing, like any hobby you do that doesn't have any sort of business aspect to it? Well, I mean, the podcast is definitely, it's mostly fun. We do have sponsorship now, so it is bringing in some income that helps us offset like the audio editing costs and, you know, I mean, microphones and recording equipment and all that stuff is definitely not cheap, not to mention we like travel pretty often. Like we recently were in California for a week. So that's definitely, yeah, doing spooky things. I like long walks in the cemetery, but I guess my, my other hobby right now is, (laughs) I think this might be the first time I'm about to talk about this on a podcast. I, uh, I started taking pole classes actually, and burlesque classes in 2020. They were, it was virtual at first, of course, but now I go in the studio. So yeah, I've been doing like 
burlesque performances. And before we started recording, you said your favorite color is sparkles, which yeah, I'm definitely going to say I'm a little bit biased because like the costuming for it, you basically just rhinestone everything, you know? I'm like, yes, like I will take any excuse, like shoes with glitter all over it. Like give me a corset that's covered in rhinestones. Like, yes, great. Amazing. I'm there. (laughs) Yes. I know that you have, I've seen you post about the pole classes and stuff and it (laughs) just looks like it's so like empowering and it just looks like you have so much fun. And I know you have a retreat coming up and you're going to do one with your retreat like <laughs> people. And I've been thinking about the retreat and I'm like, I don't know, it's kind of scary. I'm like, no, I think I should do it though, because it's like a little uncomfortable for me. It'd probably be really good for me. So. Oh my gosh. Yes. So yeah, the studio that that I go to, it's really unique because they really come at everything from the angle of like not being performative and very much doing it for yourself and doing it exactly as you said for empowerment for yourself and really like that's really what it is all about like this is for me this isn't for anybody else and all of the the other women at the studio everybody is just so supportive and so loving and like just cheering each other on and yeah actually the the reason why I started taking those classes is exactly what you just said I was like well this makes me feel really uncomfortable so that means I should probably do it so that's what I did. And yeah, in the beginning, I definitely was like, ooh, this is very weird. And I'm very, you know, like, obviously, I do marketing and strategy, you know, so I'm like, okay, like, tell me what to do and give me the, like, tangible breakdown. And I can do that. But then, you know, eventually, when you start getting into the like, oh, we're gonna, I'm gonna play this song and everybody just freestyle for three minutes and whatever. I'm like, oh my god, like I am sweating, like that is my worst nightmare, like I cannot do this. So yes, I've definitely come a long way, but yes, all of that to say, I was in that same exact boat. It is not scary at first. Come take the pole class with us. (laughs) Yeah, I'm really excited about it. It's going to be so much fun. I love it. What have you like uncovered about yourself since starting to do this? Ooh, I mean, a lot, a lot of things. And it's, it's funny, I'm sure you're going to be able to relate to this. But one of the things that I always talk to my clients about is when you're running your own business, building a business, being an entrepreneur, I really, really believe that it forces you to level up personally, like way faster than not running a business, right? Because inner, like our inner self-talk, our like the thoughts, our things that we're telling ourselves, like that all affects everything, right? So if we're not at least like aware of these things, but you know, like we also have to be able to like hold up a mirror and like, oh, I just said that really mean thing to myself or like that really triggered me. Like, why is that doing that? Because this is going to be holding me back in my business. You know, it's like you have to really like dive into and look at all of these things that like, let's just be honest, most normal people probably like avoid their entire lives, you know? And so doing doing the dance stuff, you know, how how I just said, like I I literally did it because I was like, this makes me feel really uncomfortable. I should probably do this. And so honestly, it really like accelerated that process a lot for me. But it also 
it was really helpful to be able to put myself back in kind of a beginner's mindset, you know, and like learning things again for the first time and being in a community that is really supportive and also very like shame free and judgment free, right? It's very all about like, hey, whatever you like, whatever, whatever feels good to you, whatever calls to you, like you do that and we're not going to shame you. We're not going to judge you like to each their own, you know, and even like negative aspects. Like I, I feel like that's something really difficult as well. Like, oh, I made this mistake and I did the Oh, it's so stupid. And like we take things personally, you know, and so it has really helped in making that shift of being able to like look at things and like take you know, feedback, criticism, whatever, but from a place of not shaming or judging yourself, which is definitely one of those easier said than done things. So yeah, it it has really helped a lot with that. That's so important. I feel like when you do, I feel like I talk about this a lot. I started voice lessons like a year ago. I used to sing in like high school and stuff. And that's also uncomfortable in a different way in some ways it feels like dancing naked in front of people (laughs) but just doing something like that that gets you out of your comfort zone has done all of those things for me as well it's so important i can't wait i feel like i have to try a pole class now like i i just have to do it come to the dark side (laughs) (laughs) so i would love to hear you kind of do all of these things and you said you started in music. So um, I know your story a little bit, but I think that <laughs> our listeners would love to hear kind of how you've progressed from music and then into marketing and into now your spooky podcast. <laughs> yeah. So it's really interesting because, you know, at, at first glance, it seems like music, marketing, business, whatever are very unrelated but funny story they actually are very related because i i'm sure any creative will be able to relate to this but you know when when you are in a creative field and like when i was in college you know they they i, I learned i got real good at the flute you know i learned how to play the flute real good but they don't necessarily teach you how to make money with that so you really have to learn essentially how to be your own marketer you know like you are the one that that has to advertise yourself and set up your concerts and do your bookings and do negotiations and do contracts and run your social media account do your marketing build your website you know it's like you kind of wear all of the hats just like we do as entrepreneurs so when i was in school actually in grad school i was running a woodwind quintet And I was essentially doing all of these things for us, right? I was doing our marketing. I was filling out grants. I was setting up concerts and tours. I commissioned new music, did fundraising. We did social media, blah, 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 right? And I didn't necessarily realize it at the time, but obviously that's like marketing, that's business, you know? And I really enjoyed it. It just kind of came naturally to me. Um, But after I graduated, you know, obviously like... (laughs) getting a normal full-time job in one of these career fields is extremely competitive. So I ended up in a normal nine to five job. Too long didn't read version of this is eventually I was working in the medical field and we, the owner eventually realized like, oh, you're kind of good at this whole like 
marketing, PR, like setting up events kind of deal? Like, do you want to start helping with that more? I was like, oh yeah, cool. Like that sounds awesome. Yeah, great. Let's do it. So started doing that. I got to work with their outside marketing agency, which I don't even want to know how much money they paid them per year. But I was doing marketing, left, went to a few other places where I was just doing marketing. And then eventually it was just kind of like, okay, like I'm getting all of these results. I see that what I'm doing is working. I, why am I doing this for like other people and helping to put more money in their pockets and like helping these businesses that I don't even necessarily like believe in, to be honest, you know, I would rather use this to like I mean, help myself, obviously, but also like help people that I actually do believe in and that I support and that I want to like genuinely help them further their careers and help other people, you know? So in 2018, I made the decision, like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm sick of being told what to do by other people. So yeah, in the January of 2018, I made the decision and I redid my branding, did my website, started getting very strategic on social media. And then by August, I was able to quit my job and I was full-time self-employed. And I was doing music pretty much full-time at first. Like that's what I used the transition to do. Although I did take on one social media management client just because I thought it would be fun. And, you know, after I made the transition, I kept having people on social media actually reach out to me. It was like I was getting multiple messages a week from like people I went to school with or just people who had found me on Instagram, you know, colleagues, other musicians being like, oh my God, like, how did you do this? How are you able to get out of this? And now you're like doing your own thing and you have all of these gigs and these students and blah, blah, blah. Like, how'd you do this? So then I was like, okay, well, enough people are asking me this. I guess I'll just like teach you how. And so with one Instagram post, I launched my very first online course, which is now my signature program, Create Your Career, that essentially just like taught them, you know, this is exactly what I did. Here you go. But through the process of doing that, yeah, there were multiple people that were able to end up quitting their their part-time jobs, full-time jobs, and becoming self-employed. There were a couple who they were still in school and they were able to graduate, having full private music studios. And so going through that process, I was like, oh, th- I, I think this is <laughs> this is what I'm supposed to be doing actually. And so that's when I really made the pivot and just kind of dove headfirst into my business and was like, you know what, I'm going to release this flute player dream that served me for, you know, many years, but no longer aligned for me. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. And yeah, now we're here. (laughs) It's kind of expanded from there. Yes, we love a results getting queen, first of all. (laughs) You're like, oh, my first course. Yeah, I just helped you change your life. Casual. (laughs) It's fine. Casual. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Would you say it was more like you saw an opportunity for more financial abundance in marketing or you really saw the impact you were making on people's lives that drew you to make that more official transition? I mean, honestly, I think it was it was a mixture of both. I mean, definitely that, you know, aha moment of like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing, right? This is what I'm meant to be doing. That was definitely, definitely stemmed from the impact and seeing other people being able to, you know, use what I did and be able to go make a living, at, like 
doing what they love, which of course, like we all want to be able to do that. Right. But the other thing, this is something that actually, it never really added up for me when I was pursuing music was what I wanted my life to look like versus what your life actually looks like when you are a full-time performing musician, right? So when you're a full-time performing musician, obviously, you know, you're playing in an orchestra, you're probably teaching lessons in the evenings, on the weekends, you, it's like a job, right? You have a set schedule and you show up, you show, you're there for the rehearsals, for the concerts, they tell you what to do. You don't really have any freedom or flexibility versus the life that I always really like grew up knowing that I wanted was I've always loved to travel and I really want to be able to see the world and go places and do whatever I want. And something I always found myself saying was if I could travel for two weeks out of every month, I would be so happy. Like that would be basically my dream life. But obviously you can't really do that if you're, you're playing full-time in a professional orchestra. And so I mean, like all through undergrad, my master's, I just constantly felt like I was having a midlife crisis because I didn't know how I was going to be able to reconcile those two things, right? But then when I, after running that very first round of Create Your Career and realizing like, oh shit, this is actually like, like I can run this course and then all of these people can join it. Like I, since I created it, I get to choose the schedule. I get to choose when I'm running it. Like a bunch of people can be in it at once. So that means, you know, that that's going to be more financial stability versus, you know, oh, like I have to teach each individual person how to do this, right? As if like I was teaching private flute lessons, you know, where you're trading hours for dollars. And so it just, I mean, obviously that, that model is a lot more scalable as well. And so that also made that click for me and like, oh, this is actually a lot more aligned with the life that I've always wanted. So it just kind of, you know, it was like all of the pieces of the puzzle finally (laughs) clicking together. Do you go over that and create your career? Like thinking about this dream life that you want versus what your, like, like your past goals, like didn't align with that and like how to make them start aligning. You go over that. (laughs) Oh, yes. That is literally like right in the beginning, the very first thing. And that's something that actually I'm really passionate about now that I will do with with all of my one-on-one clients or people that book consults with me. I always make sure that, you know, when we are structuring a business, when we're building out a business, no matter what you're doing, right, whether you're a musician or an artist or you want to run an agency or you're a social media manager, whatever you do. I believe that novel idea, but life is for living, right? Like we are not meant to be working 24 seven. We are meant to be out there, you know, finding enjoyment, doing what makes you happy, whether that's traveling or spending time with your family or your kids or your friends, or maybe you just want to be able to binge Netflix for freaking a month, you know, a week, every month. Like, I don't know, whatever, whatever feels good to you, but whatever that is, you know, we I think have been so, it's been so ingrained with, you know, the hustle culture and work. And, you know, we probably all grew up hearing, you know, oh, if you want to be successful, you have to work hard. Right. And it's, it's like, it doesn't have to be that way anymore. Actually, like you still can make a really good living. You can have an impact. You can be really successful and not have to work freaking 
40 hours a week. Like that's no, that that's very outdated, you know, or like the five Monday through Friday, nine to five, like that is very outdated. You, you now have the power to decide what you want that to look like. And especially as entrepreneurs, right? That's the beauty of building our own business. We get to make it look like however we want. So why wouldn't we build our businesses to su- to support the type of life that you want to live. You know, how often do you want to be traveling? How often do you want to take vacation? Do you only want to work four days a week? Cool. Let's structure your business to make sure that you're only going to work four days a week. You know, it's like, it shouldn't be the other way around. And I think that that's a very big thing that that a lot of people miss when they're first starting out because, you know, understandably so we're more so just concerned with like, oh shit, I need clients because I have bills to pay. Right. But, you know, there, there's a difference between planning for like, cool, I need income right now, but also having that plan in place for like, how do I want to be making income for the long term? Like, how is this going to be sustainable for me? How do I want this to be like when it is all set up, when it's all said and done, right? You kind of have to balance planning for both of those things in the beginning, which, yeah, does make it harder. But then eventually down the road, you get to a place where, you know, you do have that, like the recurring income coming in and the business is set up how you want. Things are just kind of running for you. And then that's when you get that, like, oh shit, like I actually can travel two weeks out of every month if I wanted to. Like, that's insane. Yes. So one thing I like to talk about a lot is like finding that like true joy and purpose behind what you're doing, which it seems like you found with your business. And so what would you say to someone who is still trying to find that for themselves? I would say a lot of times I think it's harder for us to see things because we're so in it, right? And it's exactly like like giving relationship advice. Like your best friend can come to you and they're going to like, oh my God, and he said this and blah, 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 right? And it's so easy for us to see, okay, well, obviously you need to do this and da, 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 or like, okay, you just need to break up with him, whatever. Like this obviously isn't working, right? It's like so easy to see it from an outside perspective. And I think a lot of times it's the same way with business, right? Like you are so involved in it. Your emotions are tied up in it. It's very personal to us. So it can be really hard and we get in our heads and we're overthinking and overanalyzing versus (laughs) what I usually recommend is look at what people are coming to you for, right? What are people already asking you about? Because chances are, if people are taking the time to come to you and ask you about something, that's what they see you as an expert in already, right? So that makes sense that you should maybe like lean into that a little more. That's what they already know you're really good at, you're really great at. And just keep trying things and testing things until you get that click, right? Like we all know what that moment is. You know, eventually you will have it just like I did with the course where I'm like, oh shit, like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. It's like, you're going to get signs, you know, you're going to get these little like nudges along the way, just like how I was saying in music school, right? Like with my quintet, I was doing all of those things. I was doing social media and fundraising and writing the grants and blah, blah, blah. And I really enjoyed it. But at the time I didn't realize that that was marketing. And then in my nine to fives, they, the, you know, they eventually realized, oh, like you're kind of good at this whole marketing thing, right? It's like, I was getting these little nudges along the way but I didn't really acknowledge it until I had that big, like, oh shit, like I actually just help people be able to like 
quit a fucking job and now they're able to like make a living just by doing what they love. Cool. Like this is what I'm supposed to do. You know, you're going to get those nudges along the way as well. So just being open to receiving that and not having your blinders on. Cause I will say that is something like I very much did. And I mean, like most musicians do, right? Like I literally decided when I was in seventh grade, I'm going to be principal flute player of an orchestra, you know? So from like seventh grade, all through high school, all through undergrad, all through my master's, even like after I graduated, I had my blinders on and I was so focused on like, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I need to do. Right. So I wasn't open to receiving those nudges or seeing those or even like acknowledging like, oh, there's these other things that actually like I do enjoy doing and I'm really good at. So I think just a lot of it honestly is like really releasing those expectations and kind of getting out of our heads enough to be able to receive those little nudges and being able to acknowledge like, oh, I actually do enjoy this as well. And like, oh, people keep coming and asking me about this same topic. Like maybe I should like try something along those lines, you know? And the other good thing though, when I I always say, you know, get out there and try it because if you try it, you are very quickly going to realize if you do not like something. So like with social media management, for example, when I transitioned, I took on a social media management client and it was pretty quick that I was like, no, I do not want to do this full time. I do not want to be balancing like 10 social media management clients and whatever. Like I still like the process of this and I like helping them and I like helping them be able to put their, you know, stuff out there and whatever. But like, I do not want to be the one like actually doing it. Hence why that turned into an agency, right? So I can still help in that way and still do the overall strategies and content marketing plans and blah, 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 like those things that I really enjoy, but I'm not the one actually in there like doing the active day-to-day social media management, right? I found somebody who that is what they love. And so that's what she gets to do every day. So I just think that really like being open to those things and trying those things. Don't get in your head and do the analysis paralysis thing. Just try it because once you do, like you're going to figure out real quick (laughs) if if it's for you or not. And then if it's not, cool, try something else. (laughs) I love that because I definitely have gotten stuck in the analysis paralysis a thousand times for different things, (laughs) trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And if I would have just stopped thinking and just did it I could have ruled it out a lot faster I also want to circle back to when you were talking about when people ask you for advice on things because I think a lot of people get caught up in like what like what is worthy advice and I think it's important to mention like it doesn't matter what the advice is for like if people ask you how they should do their hair, if people ask you how you do your makeup, if people ask you, I don't know, how you trained your dog to do this thing, like literally anything is a sign of what you could help other people with. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's true. And that's actually, I mean, that's a really good example. Like <laughs> how you do your makeup, like, yeah, like literally like I worked as a makeup artist for a couple years, you know, and like, yeah, I enjoyed it. But like, was it my and I'll be all, this is what I meant to do in my life. No. And I figured that out because I started doing it, <laughs> you know? Right. <laughs> yes, I love that because, and yeah, just because people are asking you about it doesn't necessarily mean that one thing is the thing. 
but it gives you an idea of like where to start and that'll take you to your next thing and your next thing so yeah and I think that's a really important differentiation too because I know that is definitely a trap that people fall into especially when you're good at something right like okay like me with music right like I was told pretty much my entire life like oh my god you're so good at flute you have to enter this competition oh you have to do this oh try out for Allstate right and so I just kind of was like doing things that other people were telling me to do. And it was because of that external validation, right? And so it is really important. And this is actually kind of going back to, you know, oh, what have you learned from dance? This is something that I have really learned from that and being in the studio is, you know, what do I actually want? What feels good to me? What do I want to do, right? Versus like, what is everybody telling me? that I'm good at or telling me that I should do, right? Because those are two different things. So yeah, I think that's a really important differentiation. I know one important thing too is when people are trying these things and they tried something because everyone's been asking them about this and they're doing it and they're good at it, but they aren't enjoying it. So how can somebody tell the difference between they're not enjoying it because that's not like their true joy versus they're not enjoying it maybe because the way they set it up isn't working for them or um, I'll just leave it at that. (laughs) That's a really good question. And actually I, (laughs) I just encountered this with a client the other day. I mean, really the, the main question is you have to ask yourself if I was getting the results that I want right now, would this still be an issue? Would I be happy? Right? So for example, there was a client who was talking about, she does this very specific type of like academic coaching and she was just starting to feel really burnt out and like the amount of energy that she was investing just was too much. And, you know, she didn't have time for other things and da 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 da. And so I'm like, okay, well, first of all, like how much are you getting paid for this right now versus how much do you want to be getting paid for this, right? Like, so if you are in a position where you are making X amount, so however much it is that you want to be making for this, which also means obviously if you're being paid more then you can take less clients, right? So let's say you're making this amount, which means you can, you only need to have this many clients and that's going to allow you to do da 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 are you going to enjoy it then? Or are you still going to feel the same way? Are you still going to feel like it's draining your energy? Like you're not enjoying it. And for her, she kind of, she thought about it for a second. She's like, no, I would really enjoy it. That would, that would feel great to me. And I'm like, okay, so then we just need to restructure what you're doing. Right. Versus like, if she had said, no, I'm still like, it's still, it's going to be draining my energy. Like if I'm doing it, period, it's going to be making me feel this way and whatever, then that's definitely a cool, then let's not do that anymore. (laughs) That is so clear. That advice was so clear. I love simple, (laughs) simple. Amazing. Okay. So I kind of want to transition to something else you've been doing this year, which was working less and living more. And I really want to talk to you about how that went for you and just really get into all the details there. So what, when did you make the decision you were going to do that? Was it like at the beginning of the year and you planned it or was it like, bam, I'm done. Like, I'm just going to live my life. (laughs) You know, I think it was 
kind of a combination. I didn't necessarily have a sit down like for as strategic as I am. And I'm like, literally like, yes, we're recording this in December of 2022. Yes. I already have all of my 2023 planned out for like my marketing calendar and all of that. But I didn't actually like sit down and decide if you will, like, this is the year I'm doing this, whatever it more. So honestly, like it stemmed from last year, I got this like heart diagnosis for this condition that runs in my family. But anyway, long story short, I was like on the schedule to have surgery and everything. And I, they ended up taking me off, but it was basically just like a big wake up call, you know? And like, something that I've always tried to be very mindful of ever since I first started this business, you know, we all have people that we follow online and people that we look up to. And, you know, there's, there's the big entrepreneurs in your industry and blah, blah, blah. And something that I noticed very early on was there is a habit of entrepreneurs in the online business industry working themselves to the point that they end up in the hospital whether it is from, you know, having these like super extreme panic attacks or just like physically making themselves sick, like whatever it is. And so I made a conscious decision very early on in my business, like when I first started that I did not want that to happen to me. And so that has informed a lot of my decisions in terms of like, okay, every time I've outsourced something or like brought on a new team member, I've done it before I felt ready. I have never, never, not once felt like, oh, I'm ready to hire another person. You know, it's always been in that like, oh shit, like I, I this is like really scary right now. And I don't know if this is like the the right time to be doing this, but I know that this is going to free me up in this area and, da, 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 and I don't want to end up in the hospital. So like, cool, we're going to do this, you know? But having the the heart thing last year, it was definitely a wake up call on like, ooh, like obviously this isn't like stemming from my business, but like, yeah, it's exacerbated by stress and running multiple businesses is stressful. So after that, it was just kind of like, you know what, I'm just going to do whatever the fuck I want to do. And if I want to travel for, you know, a week next week, like, cool, I'm going to do it and book the plane ticket. And so it honestly came down to a lot of trust, first of all, in my team, (laughs) obviously, but also in the business structure that I had set up. And so obviously, you know, we talked about when I first started, I ran that course. And so that like running courses and having more passive income streams, obviously is really aligned with, you know, the type of lifestyle that I wanted and being able to travel more frequently and have more freedom and flexibility in my schedule. And so I've basically been working since 2018 when I started my business to get all of those backend systems and processes and funnels and blah, 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 get all of that in place to essentially be running on autopilot for me. Right. And so this, I mean, honestly, it was a big test kind of like for myself of like, okay, cool. Like, well, we're just going to do this and see how this works. Like what is going to break? And just really honestly going into it with curiosity, you know, like what is going to happen? Like, is, is everything going to plummet? Is my business going to fall apart around (laughs) me? Like, I guess we're about to find out, you know, like, or like, are the systems that I set up, is this going to work? Like how, like how are our processes for, you know, booking these projects or like this funnel, is this in place well enough, you know? And so it really was kind of like a big 
test of the back end of my business. Like, did I set this up (laughs) the way I was hoping I would? And so, yeah, thankfully things did not go down in flames. It was not a big dumpster fire. So yeah, thumbs up. Wow. Congratulations on that. (laughs) I, you must've done something right. Cause I feel like I've seen you traveling a lot this year. So you've clearly earned it. And I love seeing the adventures that you go on. So keep doing it. What are some of the best things that you or some of your favorite things that you did this year? Ooh. Oh, geez. So many. I did. I did travel a lot this year. I feel like the the one of the last trips that I took was really fun. I was in California for a week, actually, with my my podcast people. And we went over there because we went to Alcatraz. Then we went, we did an overnight investigation on the USS Hornet, this old like World War II battleship, like aircraft carrier, which was super freaking cool. And it it was just, it was honestly like one of the coolest experiences I've ever had. And I already like, I'm dying to go back there. So if anybody wants to go check out the USS Hornet and do spooky shit, let me know. And then we also did a little road trip over to Virginia City, Nevada, and went to the Old Washoe Club, which another, like, super notoriously haunted place. And actually, Alcatraz and the Old Washoe Club, those are places that, like, I have wanted to go to since I was in high school. So finally getting to go to them and do like overnight investigations and hang out there and just like learning the history. And I mean, you know, just like physically being there because that's something, I mean, when I was in the nine to five, I mean, you know, you know, in your like first year, it's like, oh, you get like, you know, one week off of work a year. And so it's like, like back in my nine to five, like that literally would have been like, all of my time off, you know, for the whole year. And that is just, whatever, that's another rant I don't need to go off on right now, but that just (laughs) annoys me. Like, who are you to tell me that I only get one week of it? But anyway, yeah. And so just really, like, being able to, like, sit in gratitude for, like, oh, shit, like, I never would have been able to do this before, you know? And so, like, just being really grateful for, like, wow, like, I freaking built this and, like, it lets me be able to travel and go like to California for a week, you know? So that I think just was really cool being able to see like, wow, like this works. If someone is trying to start doing something for joy more often, whether it's gardening or traveling or whatever it is that they want to be doing, but they're just like feeling stuck and they don't really know how to start doing more of that. Maybe they are stuck in a nine to five with like no plans to start a business. What would be your advice to them? I mean, I'm definitely, (laughs) I'm the tough love type of gal and something that actually really helped me a lot (laughs) when I (laughs) made the transition. I fucking hated it at the time. It really pissed me off at the time. But when I was in my nine to five, I 
would be upset like all the time that I wasn't doing something music related, you know, that I, I couldn't find students and I couldn't find gigs and whatever. And, you know, just getting stuck in that, like, oh, well, I can't do it because this, and you know, oh, I'm not from Texas. So the schools here, like they're not even, they're not even reading my emails because I'm not from Texas and I don't have an in and I don't know so-and-so and whatever, you know, this or that, like I would always just kind of complain about it, you know, or like look at the like, oh, well, this is why I can't do it. And da, 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 da. and finally, someone was like, and this is a person who has multiple degrees in psychology, by the way. So it's not just, you know, somebody just talking out of their ass. <laughs> it was like, Nicole, like, you've got to stop bitching about this and do something. Like, if you want to actually do it, you can't keep just looking at, like, oh, well, I can't do it because this. I can't do it because that. You have to look at how can I. And, yeah, the time when I received that, I was very upset because I was still in that mindset of, like, you know, I can't do it because X, Y, Z, da, 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 right? But, I I didn't want to admit even to myself at the time that like really that's what I was doing. You know, I was looking for like, oh, I can't because this, I can't because that versus the opposite of like, how can I, you know, and looking for the opportunity and things. And like, yeah, it there were moments where it was hard. It wasn't easy, right? Of course, it's a lot easier to like come home from a long day and sit on the couch and fucking turn on Netflix and sit there. You know, that's a lot easier than it is to like get up and force myself to go to the gym, right? Or force myself to go take my dog for a walk or go outside and plant that flower bed or whatever, right? You know, like, yeah, because you're tired. But it it definitely was a wake-up call for me for, like, oh, shit, like, yeah, I probably should do something and stop bitching about it, huh? So, sorry for <laughs> the tough love. But it was, yeah, I mean, that, it it helped change my mindset. <laughs> I feel like some sometimes that, like, stark, hey, this is what you need to do, like, realistic helps, like, <laughs> jolt you a little bit. <laughs> And then you're like, oh, 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 okay. Like, I'm telling you right now, I am all for the tough love. Me and my sisters, every if it's a real problem, you are not getting nice advice. Yeah. Yep. If it's a fake problem, we will be nice. But if you're like, have a real serious issue, we're not going to be nice to you. <laughs> and it just works. I don't know what it is. I mean, it helps if you have a relationship with the person. Yeah. But... <laughs> Even if you don't, sometimes that's just what someone needs to hear. So, yeah, and I'm I'm very much a realist. You know, some some people say it's pessimistic, but I'm like I just like to look at the reality of things. You know, and yeah, the reality is it is all a choice at the end of the day, right? That was kind of my like word for this year. Is it's it's choice. You know, just like like when you're upset or something triggers you, like you can choose to think about it and respond versus react, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's all, everything is, it's, it's just a choice. And I know that again, it's like, it's a very, like, it is a simplification, but I mean, it is what it is at the end of the day, you know, you make your choice. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I tell everyone <laughs> all the time. I'm like, I, when I feel ugly, when I wake up and I'm like, you, who is this? I don't say I'm beautiful in the mirror. I say, if today is the, the worst thing that happens to me today is I'm ugly, then that's a pretty good thing. 
<laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's literally how I have to talk to myself. So it's just so funny. So I love it. I love the real, the realness of it. <laughs> okay, so you had this year of living more and you've done some freaking cool things. Um, how would you say your like levels of joy are from this year versus last year when you didn't take as much time to do that living? <laughs> oh, this year is definitely, I think, like the happiest I've ever been for sure, like hands down. And I mean, I will say a little like asterisk here. Yes, a lot of per- people will perceive you pursuing your joy as selfishness, just like we're just going to get that out there. It is what it is. But yeah, this year, I definitely, I really did make the conscious decision of like, if it makes me happy, like, I don't fucking care what other people think, like, I'm going to do it, you know, and just also being very intentional to check in with myself on like, is this, is this something that I actually enjoy? Or like, what do I want to do right now? You know, and so even doing things for simple things like phrasing instead of like oh what do you want to eat for dinner you know like me taking a moment to think about it first I mean like hey I really would like a cheeseburger for dinner can we go here here you know or like instead of saying oh do you want to stop at Barnes and Noble being like no actually like I I do want to stop at Barnes and Noble so I'm going to stop at Barnes and Noble would you like to go with me you know it's like even like little things like that makes such a big difference because it really like is going to force you to check in with yourself on what do I want and how can I, you know, communicate that (laughs) to those around me? Because, I mean, you're not going to get what you don't ask for. So, yeah, what a good way to start stepping into your joy. I love that. Who is telling you that you're selfish for following your joy? Are you hearing this more from like followers, people who work for you? I'm I'm not asking because I'm going to fight them. Maybe. <laughs> oh, I think it's just kind of like in in general in like, I mean, you'll experience it a lot in like different relationships, right? Like friendships or like family, right? Like if I'm going home, say I'm going home for winter break or whatever. And I'm like, hey, I really want to like, I need to spend a day by myself on the beach, right? And maybe everybody else is like, oh, well, you know, you only come home this many times a year and, you know, we really wanted to go out for dinner and da 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 And, you know, being able to set those boundaries of like, no, like, this is actually what I want. Like, I don't want to have a family dinner with everybody right now or like, I don't want to go to this thing for blah, 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 you know, because it, it is a lot of like, like pursuing your joy and doing what feels good to you is also going to involve saying no to things too, right? Like, I am somebody that like, I'm very introverted. I have anxiety. Like if there's more than two people, like that's a lot of people and I probably like don't want to do it, you know? And so, yeah, it's, you know, setting those boundaries. I mean, as we know, just from life in general can like obviously rub some people the wrong way. So like just being, being willing to know like, Hey, I'm doing this because I am prioritizing myself and it might not make other people happy. And that's okay because me making myself happy is more important. Mm, You're touching on something so important here (laughs) and, you know, following your joy isn't always doing the biggest exciting thing all the time. Sometimes following your joy is 
not doing things that you don't want to be doing. It's it's taking care of yourself. And I'm still learning that too. I used to think that I couldn't say no to people because of FOMO. But I, mm-hmm. I realized that I don't say no to people because I have an incessant need for people to like me. <laughs> So I don't want to not be involved in the activities and it just leads to burnout. And then I'm not even there as the person that I want to be anyways. So yeah, I love that. You touched on something very, very important there. And another one of those, you know, easier said than done things. (laughs) Yeah. A work in progress, constant work in progress for all of us. Well, I feel like I could talk to you for like, two more hours to be honest but I do want to be respectful of your time so I'll just go into a couple little ending questions that we have the first one being how would you define joy hmm coming in with the like deep questions I feel like I don't know I mean I guess like to simplify things since obviously I like (laughs) prefer that I mean just pursuing anything that lights you up or makes you happy you know yeah one thing I would I want to ask too is I feel like a lot of people think joy is like feeling super happy all the time and it can I feel like it can lead people to be disappointed when whenever they're not feeling like super excited for every single thing that they're doing what what can you say on that? How have you approached that as, as you've been building your dream life? Yeah, I I feel like that is that is a very deep question that we could do a whole fucking episode just on that because I feel like I've learned a lot about that over the past year. But I mean, it's important to remember all things are cyclical, right? And just like in life, like there are going to be ups and downs and there are going to be some things that, you know, maybe it, it does feel good to you. It feels aligned to you, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be like jumping for joy. Like, Oh my God, I just want a free trip to Disney world. Right. Like those things, like something can still be aligned and feel good to you without you necessarily having to be like jumping for joy and like super excited. Right. Like generally like, most of us are not going to be in that kind of like, I would call it like an extreme end of a spectrum, right? You know, we're generally not going to be in that kind of frame, like majority of the time, right? And so I think realizing that it can come in different forms, right? So like, even just like, oh, sitting on on the couch watching a movie and realizing that you are content and you don't have a bunch of, you know, a freaking huge to-do list going through your brain and you're able to kind of shut off and actually allow yourself to relax and you're feeling really good in that moment, right? Like that could be a form of of joy and you're not necessarily like jumping up and down and it's not like, oh, there's something wrong because I'm not, you know, it's it's not actual joy because I'm not jumping up and down and super excited and da 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 right? Like you're still you're still enjoying that moment and you're you're present and you're aligned, right? It's kind of like one of those like like everybody defines success differently, you know? It's like there's a spectrum. I feel like there's also a spectrum for for that emotion you know and it's like just because you're not like 
constantly jumping up and down from like some super extreme excitement, whatever. Like that doesn't make it any less valid or like any less joyful, you know, like you can still have things that bring you joy without it also being that like, I'm jumping up and down type of joy, right? Like there's a spectrum. Yes, that's such a good point. That's a really good way to put it. Okay, so my final question is around this idea that I feel like everyone is kind of like here to uncover slash share a message. And I'm just wondering if you know what your message is right now that you'd like to share. Well what the okay the first thing that came to my head is just like okay if anybody's wondering about what theirs is i have recently have gone down a human design rabbit hole and it's really interesting because human it's like different than astrology right because there's like 12 signs whatever but human design there's like yeah there's generator manifestor whatever but like the the different shoot i forget what the type is but there's like some number it's incarnation cross is that it but there's like literally like thousands of different types so it is like it's very unique and personalized to each individual person but it essentially will tell you like oh this is essentially like your mission in life pretty much and so i think that that's really fucking cool and so if you're over there like "Mm, what's mine go have your human design chart read if you want a good person, DM me and let me know and I can send you a rec. But anyway, okay. so that that is what came up for me when you said that. And it, it's interesting because mine, and I think this also might be the first time I'm talking about this on a podcast that is not my paranormal podcast. So if anybody listens to that, I am also a medium. That's what I do on my podcast. My human design thing was basically like hitting on that and saying that like basically I'm supposed to use that gift and like the guidance to help people be able to like improve their lives. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, I mean we love it. That, that <laughs> tracks. And so that's actually why, like, you know, if you look at my Instagram bio, it says like intuitive marketing coach, you know. So that's pretty much what that stems from. Cause like, yeah, even when I'm working with like clients or doing consults or whatever i mean that is something i'm i'm tapped into and tuned into all the time like i am somebody who i'm very grateful for this but i get very strong gut reactions on things and so whether my clients you know know this about me or not i mean it's something that i'm always using for their benefit to know you know like oh yeah that's definitely something that you should be doing or like that's a hard no we should not do that you know and so yeah that is definitely I think mine. I love it. How like (laughs) awesome is that to just work with you? And then like, not only are you getting your marketing coach, you're getting this like spiritual guidance (laughs) too. Like, yeah, it's it's really everything in one. (laughs) It's so funny too, because actually I've had quite a few of my, my one-on-one clients, actually all my one-on-one clients now, like know that I do this too. And quite a few of them have also booked like, (laughs) mediumship sessions with me so i mean it's just like really fucking fun you know getting to like use like all of the different parts of me (laughs) yes i'm so happy because i love all of them so we're, we're glad you do all of them so we can get all these little lights lights from you so thank you okay well 
thank you for this. This has been so awesome. And this was such a wonderful conversation. Why don't you let everyone know like where they can follow you, tell them about your podcast, any offers you have going on right now? Yes, absolutely. So yeah, if you want to come hang out with me, I spend most of my internet time on Instagram. It's just my name at Nicole Ricardo, R-I-C-C-A-R-D-O. What else? My podcast is called The Real Ghosts Of, kind of like The Real Housewives Of, because we're an all-girl team and we're very sassy. So (laughs) you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on Instagram. What else? And yeah, if you are interested, obviously my signature program that I was talking about throughout this, Create Your Career. If you are someone and interested in doing that entrepreneurial things, yeah, we have that too. So you can DM me and let me know, or it's pretty much always in the link in my bio or on my website. I think those are the things. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Sounds good. Well, thank you again. Thank you for having me. so much for listening to the reconnecting to joy podcast today i really hope it inspired you to embrace a more fun focused way of being Uh, if you know me you know that i love just having fun 24 7 and it's something that i really want to share with other people so if you enjoyed today's episode please leave us a review and share this with all of your friends so that they can start reconnecting to their joy too I'll see you next week.